Welcome to the No Guilt Mom podcast. I am your host, Joanne Crone, and I am joined here by my clever co-host, Free Tucker. <laughs> hello, hello. How's everybody doing? I always try to make you laugh with the adjectives. I, just, I know. I get a kick out of it. I don't know why. I wish people could see you because she's not facing me when she starts and then she slowly, slowly turns in my direction. In direction. The dramatic like, effect with What it. am I going to call Brie today? <laughs> all, all positive stuff. Oh, lovely. But oh, oh my gosh. So we are recording this just a little bit after Halloween. And our guest today, Allison Carter, she's all about bringing the fun back in the holidays. Which I'm all for the fun. Let's bring on the fun. You know, I would love to be all for the fun. And like inside, I'm all for the fun. But then my anxiety riddled mind is like, oh my gosh, I have to get this done. And oh my gosh, all the fun is going to take so much work. And do I have time for it? You mean like how you try to make fun, how fun is perfection? Like it has to be perfect. Fun can't happen naturally. No, no, no. I have to stage it. That is what's happening. Fun can't happen naturally. I have to stage it. Right. That's the thought process. And when you put it that way, it's really ridiculous. (laughs) It, it, you know, it's funny. I 100% agree with that because I think I'm a pretty fun, lively, easygoing kind of gal that is very spontaneous. But yet at the same time, you know my dark secret that I have plans. You have plans. I have checklists. I have everything written down. And if they don't go according to that checklist, oh man. So I'm definitely one that doesn't let the fun just happen. Oh, I have it's a story. Because we've been doing these 215 victory breaks here. And the victory breaks came actually from a therapy session that I did with my counselor. And she's like, you have to notice the good things you do instead of constantly harping on everything you still need to get done. And I'm, a, I'm like, okay. Great so, advice. Yeah. Great advice. So we started 2.15, just random time, victory breaks. And it was funny because yesterday I'm like, oh, I got like this email sequence done and these are going to go out and these are great. And you just, you held up your planner for your victory and like, look, all the check marks. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, can I just tell you my check marks are done? And, <laughs> and you were like, no, tell me what they're I'm like, but the check marks make me feel so good. <laughs> it's the check marks. It's the list. And yes, it's check done. Check done. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. I have such an aversion to checklists because I'm like, you can't tell me what to do checklists, even <laughs> though I wrote the checklist. And the crazy part is me is that the checklist keeps me sane because otherwise I am shiny object syndrome. Oh, what's that? Oh, what's that? Oh, what's over here? Oh, what's over there? Oh, there's my checklist again. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have to say that when I do have a big project, a checklist is the only way I can focus myself and get it done, but I'm not happy using it. Mm, I know it focuses me. And I do have this feeling of accomplishment after all the check marks are done. But oh, when I'm doing it, I'm like, oh, check mark. And then I'm like, next one. And I'm like typing really madly. And I'm like, next check mark. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, my goodness. So we are fun. We are fun. We plan it. But still, Allison's advice was let the fun happen. Let the fun happen. Oh, my goodness. Make it, let it be easy. So I took her advice this Halloween because we didn't have anything planned. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so not the fun mom. I didn't have anything planned, which totally goes counter to what she's suggesting for fun. Okay. Let me throw in there, though. Part of that was like you feeling like you weren't being the fun mom. Yeah. We're dealing with a COVID Halloween. Yes. So you couldn't fall back on the whole, we're all going to go out trick-or-treating with the whole neighborhood because even if you were a family that was going to go do that, you didn't know who was actually going to celebrate. So there were all of these elaborate things being shared on social media that parents were doing and groups Mm -hmm. of friends were doing to try to make 
Halloween still fun for their kids. And yeah. man, that was a lot of pressure. I'm it glad is a I lot didn't of have pressure. my kids this year because I, I would have. <laughs> oh, good Lord. I like, I never do those things. I just look at them and then I'm like, wow, I really suck as a parent. But uh, <laughs> no guilt. But I, no guilt. guilt pops in. You know, the guilt pops in. No guilt, mom. It is an ideal that I am constantly striving for. But oh, I push. I push against it so hard. It's it's really an ongoing thing that we as all moms have to be aware of that the guilt affects us all. Totally. Like I was yeah. actually, I don't know if this is the best thing to say to a pregnant woman. Everyone, if like, if you're listening to this, you could just yell at me via email. But I had my doctor's appointment yesterday, just a physical. And Leah, who I always see, she's like the PA I always see and I love her. She came in and she's very, very pregnant, like pregnant with twins. She's, she's so oh. pregnant. And we were just talking and she knows about no guilt mom and everything. And during our talking, I realized I was like, oh, it's great having kids. And I'm like, wait, I am falling into this same like set of almost toxic positivity Giving about the motherhood. Giving her unrealistic expectations. Yeah, it was unrealistic expectations. So I told, I dialed it back and I'm like, you know what? If when you're in the newborn stage and you're not enjoying yourself fully and you feel like you're failing at all the things, know that that's normal. It's normal. And everybody experiences how it. did she respond she's like okay <laughs> <laughs> she's like, something, because every every uh, many of us when we were pregnant thought you would hear people say these things and you're like no 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 i'll get it down i'll get it down it'll yeah. be wonderful because i've always but many of us end up in that trap later. Yeah, and I <laughs> wish someone would have told me that when I was pregnant instead of being like, oh, how wonderful is your baby? How, you know, and babies are wonderful, but it's also a whole lot of stress and anxiety. And I think it makes it even worse stress and anxiety wise when you think that everyone else is happy and you're right. not. I was very fortunate when I had my kids because my oldest sister had three kids and her mm -hmm. youngest is only three years older than my oldest. So the point being is she remembered all of this stuff mm -hmm. very well. Yeah. And she was really great about being honest. Like, oh, yeah, no, that sucks. Oh, yeah, this is going to suck. Su yeah. Uh, but at the same time, That's this good. will be really awesome. So and it was a really honest opinion from someone that I trusted that could tell me the goods and the bads. And I still remember her one piece of advice to me, like a few months into my pregnancy. She was like, you know, Brie, you call a lot with a lot of complaints. Some people like being pregnant. Some people don't. I think you're a don't. <laughs> <laughs> I was a don't. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was definitely a don't. Like after she done. said that, I was like, huh, I think she's right. Like, I'm, the only thing I like about this whole being pregnant thing is nobody bats an eye when I order two desserts. <laughs> yeah. And you get like first place in line. In places. Yeah. I right. wish I would have had a friend like that to tell me like all the things that would suck. I didn't at the time. We didn't know each other at the time. I, know. I was pregnant with my first. I, right. I was like the first of my friend groups too to have a kid. See, and that's a hard one too. Yeah. yeah. You're out there on your own. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's but rough. It's how it is. But there are fun points in parenting and it's not all hardness. There is joy. And this interview with Allison Carter, she is very realistic. And she brings on the joy. She, she has that perky personality. Yes. But she brings <laughs> the joy as well. And this Halloween, I made it fun. We made mummy dogs, which are just like, uh, do you know mummy dogs? Yeah. We just cut the Pillsbury breadstick dough, wrap it around a hot dog, put it in the oven. Done. Done. <laughs> done. And it's magical. And it's, it's magical. They loved it. And they can even carry it out while they're like, because I remember doing those when they were younger. And it was back when you would get home from work. Mm -hmm. You had like 30 minutes to get them fed, changing their costumes and out the door because they were still like going to bed at like 730, 8 o'clock. And you had to get the trick-or-treating done. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a good portable snack, but they're really cute. They are 
are really cute. They we'll turned out really well. Pictures. Oh, yeah. I did take one picture. It's not like a really well lit picture, though. It's more like a under my yellow kitchen lights and everything looks yellow picture. But it was fun. It and was again, fun. that's what Allison was sharing with us. It was Bring fun. on the fun, man. So a little bit about Allison Carter. She is the owner and celebration expert of Allison Carter Celebrates. And she is a podcast host, guys. Go check out her podcast. It's called Memories in Moments. And she helps make busy moms' lives easier and more fun with memory-making moments for celebrating holidays and special occasions. She's born and raised in the Seattle area, and she currently still is there. In fact, during this conversation, she was just moving into a new house. She was in a rental, and oh my gosh, we dug into that because having holidays, being in a rental, short-term rental home. And little kids. And little kids. Oh, she is doing it all right now, and she's very realistic about her struggles within it. So we hope that you enjoy our interview with Allison Carter. So this episode is brought to you by Parenting in Place. Okay, so how are you doing during this pandemic with raising your kids? Like, I bet all these stressors are coming up. Like, what are the stressors? Social media and phone use. Oh, just school. School. And uh, heaven forbid you have a kid that's going through the tween years or transitioning between elementary to junior high or junior high to high school. It's Mm -hmm. not a fun time to be doing this when you're trying to deal with it all. In a new educational format. No. And so... Or even little kids, you're separated from your support system. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so in comes Parenting in Place. Guys, you need to go sign up for Parenting in Place. It is a series from a group of parenting experts, therapists, authors, educators, and neuroscientists. You know, we love our neuroscience. Yes, we do. <laughs> They've come together to share the very best strategies and ideas for how you and your family can thrive this fall. We first found out by Parenting in Place by one of our podcast guests, Catherine Reynolds-Lewis, whose yes. uh, episode was last week. And she told us about it. They've grouped all these great parenting experts together. You are going to find some friends of the show. I like to call them the friends of the show. Their interviews have not aired yet, but they are some of the tops in their field. Phyllis Fagel, whose episode airs on Thursday, talks all about middle school. Then we have Tina Payne Bryson is part of the Parenting in Place Master Series. She is the co-author of The Whole Brain Child, No Drama Discipline, The Yes Brain, all the wonderful, wonderful parenting books. Yeah, so many. Ned Johnson, friend of the podcast, is on there. Self-driven child. child. And then Audrey Monkey, who writes Happy Campers, whose episode is coming up as well. And the cool thing about this is that each week it's a different event. So tonight, if you're listening to this on November 17th, it is the first event of the series. It is a conversation on screens and social media. Oh, very important I am going to be attending this one tonight. And the cool thing is everything's live. So you get an opportunity to ask the host questions and talk with other attendees through the chat. And also when you register, you receive a bundle of free bonus content from the speakers and access to a closed Facebook group to keep talking and keep the conversation going. And the price is unbelievable. It's $39 if you get it before tonight. And then after tonight, it goes up to 49. So go visit the link in our show notes. Even if you miss it tonight, you still have access to tonight's session. That is the parenting in place. Go find out more info there and on with the show. You want mom life to be easier. That's our goal too. Our mission is to raise more self-sufficient and independent kids, and we're going to have fun doing it. We're going to help you delegate and step back. 
Each episode, we'll tackle strategies for positive discipline, making our kids more responsible and making our lives better in the process. Welcome to the No Guilt Mom Podcast. Welcome, Allison, to the No Guilt Mom Podcast. We are so excited to have you here and to figure out what we can do with our holidays this year. (laughs) Thank you for asking me. I'm excited to be here and we're going to walk away with a good plan. We're all going to like take a deep breath. We're going to tackle the holidays. I promise they will be good. I think that's all, that's what we all need to do. We need to take a deep breath with like everything that's going on. The right holidays now. are still going to come. They're going to come. Yep. It's going to be just going to be coming in hot. Yep. yep. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We're like I always imagine the year as a roller coaster ride, right? And once you hit September, you're you're going up the roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Once you hit mid October and then Halloween, you're just down, slippery slope, and you don't know which way is up, and you're just like along for the ride, and the kids are get hyped up even more and more and more as the roller coaster keeps going. It's just a ride we can't get off. And is that just parenting? That's we just are not allowed to ever get off. So, yeah. yeah. And I feel like sometimes we're just holding on for dear life and <laughs> just seeing where holding the right takes us all the life. time. The seatbelt's off. I don't have their protective bar anymore. I'm like, Brian, not a prayer. Yeah. <laughs> for our listeners who don't know you, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah, I am Allison Carter and my business is Allison Carter Celebrates and my whole job in life is to help make busy mom's life easier and way more fun. And when it comes to celebrations, the go-to gal pal, really just helping you take all of that stress and time off your plate. And we'll talk about how I do that. But there's lots of different ways that I get to help moms. And I myself am a mom, a mom of two. I have a seven-year-old and a four-year-old. I live in the Seattle area. It's a smaller town by a really pretty lake called Issaquah. And I'm married to my high school sweetheart. We're both working from home, homeschooling, virtual schooling. We're in survival mode like everybody listening. And that's just taken one day at a time over here with the Carter crew. It's a lot to deal with. And what you also didn't mention is like you're between houses yeah. in a short-term rental with everything else going on. So you have like it yeah. all piled on you. Yeah, we have a lot going on right now. And I am some, I'm a jumper. I'm an Enneagram 7. I am a, yep, that sounds great. Let's do it. I don't think things through. My husband's a 6. That's his job. His job is to bring me down to reality. And so, yeah, we've definitely, I feel like, bitten a little more off that we can chew this time around, but it all works out in the end. I am very like, I figure it out. That's how I've done everything in my life. That's how I've built everything in my business. I just figure it out. So I'm going to take that mentality to my family. We're just going to figure it out and it'll all be fine. Right. It'll create a memory. There is going to be a good it memory. It is a memory making season over here at the Carters because <laughs> our kids are just like, now what? They will definitely not forget this year. hundred percent. I always tell people when things go wrong, I'm like, you are just, it's the memory because when things go perfectly right, sometimes that's not the best story. And the best story comes from like the struggle and the challenge and everything that comes from that. Well, I say a lot in my community that these moments that we're creating and these memories and these traditions, they form our family story. And so when you look back at what you want your family story to be like, or when you look back at all of those milestones that 
we want to take pause and appreciate. Like this is for sure a chapter that is probably going to be one that I'm not going to like go back and open all the time. But <laughs> when I'm removed from it a couple of years, I feel like we will definitely look back and be like, remember when we lived in that totally random house that we didn't own with no furniture of our own? for like three months. Remember that? Like, that was funny. That was funny. But look where <laughs> we ended. So, remember, yeah. remember 2020? That like, year of a year. Like, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny year. What a dumpster fire that was. How fun. <laughs> but we're going to make it a good dumpster fire. Good. So like, I was so excited to have you today because honestly, like the festivities and the celebrations, they stress me out. Like yeah. I, even remember as a teacher, I, I knew that like, I wanted to bring like more celebration and happiness to my classroom. So I bought this book called the festive teacher and I didn't even open it. Like it just caused me to have like a heart attack every time I saw it. Yeah. Yep. You are not alone. Yeah. So you see, here, see a lot of moms that react that way to like all the celebrations. You're my mom. You're who I talk to and help every single day. So, I mean, I love you because you have really like helped me build something really fun. And that's where everybody starts. I'm stressed out. I don't like it necessarily. I like it when I'm in the moment doing it with my family. I like the actual act of the celebration. I don't like getting to that day. So that's where everybody starts for the most part is I don't want to think about the things. I'm not creative enough to think about the things. I don't know where to start a lot of that happening. So you are in very good company. Yay. So I love that I'm your ideal mom because I don't even know where to start. What is something really, really simple that we can do this holiday season to make it memorable and yet not stress me out? I've been looking for simple ways to form healthy habits and get the nutrients my body needs even on busy mornings. And oh my gosh, has it been busy lately. And that's why I decided to give AG1 a try. Not only does AG1 deliver my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics, and more, but it's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. It's just one scoop mixed in water once a day every day and it makes me feel energized even like i still add the coffee on there because i like it a lot ag1 tastes really good too and i enjoy my glass every single morning ag1 is a supplement i trust to provide the support my body needs daily and that's why i'm excited to welcome them as a new partner if you want to take ownership of your health it starts with ag1 Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com forward slash NGM. That's drinkag1.com forward slash NGM. Check it out. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of TILT is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the TILT Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. 
I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. Yeah, I think one, my whole mentality when it comes to the holidays this season and what I've really been sharing a lot with my community is this whole idea of back to basics. 80s, 90s childhood up in this joint. Like we're going back to how we did the holidays because right now in the past couple of years, it's been big, bigger, bigger, bigger. Every year gets bigger. And this year it's like none of us including myself, have the capacity to continue to do something bigger. Like I don't have an inch left to give. And this is what I literally do. And it gives me a lot of joy. So if I'm already feeling like, no, it's not happening. I can't do it. Imagine what you're feeling. <laughs> right. So if the girl, if the girl that celebrates professionally yeah. is telling you she's reached her capacity. It's okay for the rest of us to say, yeah, I can't do that. Can't do million percent. And so it doesn't mean that I'm not like skipping Christmas. I'm not mm-hmm. like the Grinch, but we're just really laser focused on what our priorities are going to be. And so that means that we're not going to fill our calendar because we can't with party after party every single weekend about this time of Halloween time at the time of this recording is already my December after Thanksgiving, every single weekend is booked. Like that's just, and that's usually most everybody because it's like you start getting those holiday parties and people send them in early because they want you to claim the date and all of this stuff. And I myself doing my own holiday party and, or we like, we got to get tickets to that light show or we got to go see the Nutcracker or like, I mean, it's just insane. And so it is insane. My number one piece of advice for any mom right now is really like pare down that list. You sit down as a family and this is what I plan to do as well. And I want each of your family members to say like, what is your favorite part of the holidays? What is our favorite part of what we do as a family when it comes to celebrating Christmas? And it could be like Coco in the car or driving around a neighborhood looking at lights instead of going to the massive light show or the big parade throughout the city. There's also things if your kid does say, you know, we have a thing in, in Washington called Snowflake Lane and it's a big, huge, massive event every single night. The city does it every single night. And it's like, literally everyone in Washington goes every single night, it seems like, because it's just jam-packed. You're shoulder to shoulder with people. Obviously, that's something that's not going to happen, but it's like my, <laughs> it's fav- like my kid's favorite thing. And so I, they've already started talking about it. And so I'm then spinning thinking, how can I give that same similar experience, but social distancing? Or how can I set that expectation? How can I give them that same feeling by doing something on like a smaller scale or that so many businesses are going to pivot this year because that's like a huge thing. And that's a huge thing of a lot of the restaurants like around that area and stuff. So, so many people are going to pivot one instead of a parade. I guarantee you that some neighborhood will be throwing out all the stops for a drive by light 
show or something like that. And that, you know, is something that we're going to plan on. So what I really encourage you to think like, okay, if you have four members in your family, you're going to do four things. You're going to do one thing for each of those family members and start there. And if you feel like, oh, okay, well, like, we're getting a little bit more festive, we're getting like a little bit more in the spirit, then maybe create like a bucket list or something that you could put on your fridge. And you could throw things in like something bigger, you know, go shopping or let's sit down and do online shopping or whatever, secret Santa kindness challenge, something like that. But then it also could be like starting a Christmas chapter book as a family or making a peppermint treat together at home or writing cards for kids that are in the hospital and can't be at home for Christmas or senior citizens that can't have people coming in and out of their places of residence, things like that. So I really want and encourage this whole, we got to go back. We got to go back to really ground zero of why are we celebrating the holidays? What are our favorite parts and feelings? And how can we really just like laser focus on that Versus feeling like we need to do all these things and make up for the fact that we're going to be missing some of the things that our kids love. I promise you, whatever you do, you could give that kid a pencil with a Santa eraser on it and they'll think it's the best thing ever. Kids don't need as much as we think that we need. We get in the routine of this is what we do and this is what they will expect when they're just like, I just wanted to have fun with my family. I just want to like sit down uninterrupted with mom and cozy on the couch and read Christmas books. I don't need a fancy decorated shelf, a sh- hashtag shelfie with like a shelfie. garland <laughs> with the like. Is that a thing? Is that oh, thing? yes. That's I a thing. Th- oh my gosh. Where, you know, you like change out your bookshelf and like your Halloween ones with the garlands and the like the whole reading nook is all spookified or then you switch it out for Thanksgiving or whatever. And I'm thinking like, I just did a reel on my Instagram of how to style a Halloween bookshelf. And it was me holding up books. And then I like snapped my fingers and I just dumped the books in a bin because it was like, that's all the kids care about. (laughs) I don't need to decorate something. And the holidays is so like that. They don't care about these things. They want to do something with mom and dad. And that's Mm -hmm. really why I created the boxes that I sell is because they want that moment. They want to do that fun thing. They want to do that little craft. That's something different, especially right now when we're in a massive rut over things to do at home. We're all on top of each other. We're all sick of each other. And so when we kind of get ourselves out of that little rut by doing something new, surprising them, that's the thing they're holding on to. And I, I really hope that listeners and moms that are coming across me are really getting that message of just hang out with your family. Just enjoy this holiday with your family. It's a lot of what we talk about here. Like it doesn't matter the activities. It doesn't matter the extra things that you enroll your kids in. What really matters is connecting with them and being there and like knowing each other's feelings. So I love that you tie that message into like what is usually a pretty stress inducing holiday for moms. Well, cause you never stop. You don't you never stop. stop the holidays. It's like Thanksgiving. I mean, really like what you were saying, a holiday or Halloween. You don't stop. You don't stop to take a breath. 
you yourself as the mom don't really enjoy and you see like, oh, this is so magical for them. Like what I'm creating and all of that is so great. And like, that's such a fun feeling. Like I love seeing my kids get so excited about the different things. And I love how they want to decorate the tree with me and, and how they want to claim a little spot in the house that there's to decorate and all that stuff. I love that stuff. You know, I don't enjoy them with me at the tree all the time because I want the tree to like, look how I want. <laughs> like, you yeah, because it's, it's your thing. It, <laughs> but you do it because it makes them happy. <laughs> yeah, but you're like, you're also a crafty person. So you like really enjoy putting those extra touches and making it look pretty and having that thing be yours. It's okay to say to your kids, no, like mommy's going to do this thing on her own right now. Yeah. Well, they each have trees in their room. So that is oh, how they I, it, they're not That's like, awesome. they're not big Christmas trees by any re- way. <laughs> they're not like giant things in their window. They're like little ones on their nightstand, but that's how I was raised. I, my sister and I always had a tree in our room too. There's something cozy about going to sleep one with that Christmas light, but it's also, they can get started with me and then uh, like kids, they like seeing all the stuff. They like they I like unboxing. The unboxing of anything is always the fun thing. Remember this? Remember this? Like remember when I did this project? That's what kids love. Then they get bored, and then they like are on to the next thing. And so you get started with the tree, and then they're kind of like, eh. and then that's when I'm like, your trees, your. <laughs> and then they're like, like okay, bye. And then they get like a renewed sense of excitement and things like that. So yeah, their own tree is rule number one for me. That that's a really good tactic. My daughter had her own tree in her room for a while. It was like a pink tree. I don't like the pink trees, but my daughter loves them. So uh, having her Audrey own has a thing, white one. So white I get one. It. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to get my son one now. I think he would enjoy having a little tree in his room. Yeah. It's so cozy and it's so fun. And I don't care what they put on it. And Evie, my seven-year-old, she like constantly makes her own things and she like sticks a snowflake on it or whatever. And I could care less. I don't care what ornaments she picks out. I usually let them go like to the target section, you know, where there's like bins of ornaments Mm. and like, okay, pick a couple like ones you like for your tree this year and the small ones. And so then they kind of change it up and they're kind of collecting a little assortment or whatever. But like I said, they get to do whatever they want. They have full control over that. And that is a thing that I do a lot of the holidays actually is I give them something that they can control, but something that they enjoy that they can take over and feel like, Ooh, look what I contributed to our household. It gives them that sense of being concluded, but also like pride because they see one of my biggest tips when it comes to any holiday is always display their art as decor. So I have like art projects, like snow globes with their pictures in it and their handprints and things that they've done from toddler group and preschool. And you save those best ones. Don't save everything, but you save Don't those say, best ones. You can't ones. save everything. <laughs> oh, I'm one of those moms that like, I had such a hard time trying to figure out which ones to save. Oh my gosh. I'm the mom who's like, so recycle. I usually do handprints. I usually do little ones that they're like, oh my God, they were so little or ones that are really like cute, like colors or something. And then I have big boards and then I display those on these big kind of like command center boards and switch them out throughout the holidays. And that's another really fun, easy way that they love like a memory lane thing. And then I also have a photo board right when you walk into my entry. It's one of those clothespin boards kind of that I made really fast, but you can also buy them 
home goods. That's your place for things like that. And then every kid's birthday, they come down on their birthday and then they see their birthday board with all my favorite pictures from the year previously that I have for them. So that's always like a fun little tradition we do. And then I do all the Santa pictures there. I do all the Halloween costume pictures. So every season that board is something new and I always like surprise them with it. So when they come downstairs, they're like, the board's done. And that literally takes me 10 minutes. You know, I order the photos ahead of time at the drugstore. I pick them up and then I hang them. And it's a really fun, impactful, special, unique thing to your family, but one that they like think is the coolest thing. I like that idea because a lot of times I feel like I'm a very task oriented person. At least I get in that mindset, which ultimately leads to stress. And a lot of the times I forget to bring the fun in because I'm so focused on the next thing, next thing, next Checking thing. it off the list. Yeah. Right? And creating those moments is like, it's so special for kids. And I like those really easy ideas of just ordering pictures. and. So I have a board. question. What's your advice for moms like me that get really excited about the whole thing and like I'll go on Pinterest or whatever and I'll find this really great picture of an art craft or something to do for the holidays that I see my best friend posted on Facebook or Instagram. And then when it's all said and done, mine looks like nailed it from Netflix. Like <sighs> it's falling over. The kids are running to the house screaming because it's like the house is full of smoke. I burnt <laughs> everything. And then now I'm just mad. I'm just mad because I had this beautiful thing in my head and I am miles away from beauty. <laughs> yeah. Well, one hot tip plug, get a memories and moments unwrapped box because it's all done for <laughs> you and it's mom approved. I actually am not a crafty mom. Crafts are not my jam. I can make a house beautiful, like home decor wise. My mom owned a home decor store and like I, that's just in my blood that I can do. The little crafty things, I don't get filled up by crafting Pinterest, things like that. That's never been me. But kids love it. And I, in boxes every single month, pick activities and crafts that I've come up with that I myself can do that don't look nailed it. <laughs> because that does drive me nuts. I can say the answer that people are thinking, well, did you have fun? And yes, okay, sure. I'm sure the kids had fun, you know, playing with the paint or doing the project or baking with mom, whatever. But if I'm going to put my time into something, I want a result. I don't want like, cause I'm not a big time waster person. And so if I'm going to sit down one, if I'm going to go to Michael's and get to the 18,000 palm balls in a pack when I only needed four, and I'm going to get the craft sticks that come in a pack of a thousand when I need, you know, 12 craft sticks and the whole jug of paint, because they don't have a little mini of a red. We've all been there. So if I'm going to do all that and spend 50 some dollars for this Pinterest project that I saw that my kids are going to get started and then probably get bored and all of that stuff, I better get a damn cute thing or something yeah, delicious right. <laughs> out of that idea. And so I'm with you. I get really frustrated at things like that. So when I was creating the boxes, I literally mom, me as a mom creating them for a busy mom. They are 100% approved. I have wear a lot of hats in my daily life. I am very busy with the amount of things that I juggle as um, so many women listening. If I cannot do it, if I don't have space for it, if I don't have time for it, if it takes way longer than necessary, it's not going. It could be the cutest idea that I come up with and I have 
cut many things because I'm just thinking it's not realistic. It will be so stinking cute. And I know that it's doable, (laughs) but it's not a realistic thing to like present in front of a mom. Everything is step by step by step laid out for you. And another thing that I always do is I have everything together as one project. And so for the Thanksgiving box, for instance, we have like turkey magnets that are on little wood squares with feathers. They're using their fingerprints, super silly little face. They're like the funniest, cutest craft I've ever put in a box, I swear. But all of those are in one bag. So when you open a box and your kid goes crazy, because they always do, and I have a million videos that I can show of like, (gasps) (laughs) which is the best thing ever. That's like Christmas morning for me. But then a mom can say, oh my gosh, so many exciting things. Pick one. And then you're not like free for all going through every single Mm -hmm. thing at the same time. Everything's getting ripped open. You're not fishing around looking for like, okay, this says I need like a palm ball and a craft stick. Where's the pen? You're not doing that. It's like all one bag to grab. Here's our activity today. Let's put the rest away from another time and go. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. (laughs) Well, you're Amy more of a we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, hey, everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory, two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And now we're back with a whole new podcast about unsticking it, launching in January. What happens when life gets in the way of our creativity instead of nourishing it? We talk to all sorts of guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky, wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. So join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Get out of there, life gunk. Let us help you get back to your best creative self. Look for Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. Wherever you listen to podcasts starting in January, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. Because sometimes life sucks. I love all that because like, first of all, right there, that totally goes with what we need these days, right? Where Mm -hmm. we don't have, like, first of all, why go to the store if you can avoid it? That's just, that's where we're at right now in this, in 2020. So having it delivered to you. And then also my favorite thing is my, my favorite splurge is something like HelloFresh where again, everything's there. (laughs) It's in a portion and it's put together for you with the directions. Like that's exactly what you're doing. And that's phenomenal. That's so great. I love them and use them. My kids are see me create them like literally every single month. I were surrounded by the previous holidays and I still, I address every box to all the kids that like, so I ask the moms when they order to put their kids' names in the shipping address so the kids can get their mail because they never get mail and it's like for them. 
And so then I do the same thing. I address the box to my kid. I mean, I write a label to them, not like paying for shipping for my kids, but I put it on the porch still for them, just like it would be delivered. And then I'm like, guys, you got a meal on the the porch. And then they open it and they get just as excited, even though they know every single thing inside because they've seen it. And a lot of times they help me either put them together or think of things or I kind of run things by them. Like, is this something that you think would be fun? Or And so they get just as excited too. And I always like every single month, I swear it sounds so stupid, but I thank myself because I'm like, I'm so grateful that I thought of this and then I put it and packaged it like this. So then we're not like spending all day crafting because I also don't want to do that. And, and that's just not who I am. And so I'm always like, whoever created these boxes really was using their noggin because I am like, yay me. (laughs) In all seriousness, I really like planned, prepped, delivered. That's what we're all looking for. And that is what I need basically in anything that I buy right now. And especially when it comes to celebrating a holiday, especially Christmas and the winter holidays, like we we're not, I don't want anyone to open Pinterest. I don't want anyone to go down that rabbit hole. I don't want anybody to go down the comparison track that is Pinterest. I don't want it to happen. And so I would way rather just give you the freedom of knowing that fun things are coming. And all you have to do is literally like open your door. That's what my really goal is. And I want moms to know that a mom created that like knowing your life. Like I know your life. I know what you can handle. I know the capacity that you're at and that's how they're planned. It brings like a bit of fun and not as much prep time. And going back to like something you said, so a lot of things that give me, I have a lot of mom guilt issues, which is why we're no guilt mom. It's an ideal trying to get there. But you said that your mom owned a home decor store. And immediately in my mind, like I felt so much better because now I see how you were not trained in like home decor, but how you were exposed to it, how like it all, and how it influenced you throughout your whole life. So you've always like had these pretty places. Yeah. My mom is like, she's the OG of all the celebration stuff too. She's the party mom. My podcast is called Memories and Moments. The boxes are called Memories and Moments Unwrapped. My mom, when we were, my sister and I were little, wrote a book called Memories and Moments. And so that's where the podcast stemmed because Memories and Moments, the book is all little moments. It's little ways to celebrate special occasions in your family's life. And so the book is outlined in a way that's like a little recipe idea for celebrating the beginning of fall or tooth fairy traditions or back to school, anything like that. It's all in that book. And so when I started my business, I was all party and I was doing the digital party planning guides and helping moms plan their parties and outlining them for them, shopping and all that stuff. And then my audience was like, well, what are you doing when, what do you plan to do when your daughter loses a tooth? Or what do you plan to do for Valentine's Day? And then a lot of the holiday, a lot of the traditions, a lot of the milestones started to be asked a lot. And I was thinking, well, like, I guess I now have to become like a big blogger. And that made me want to like, <laughs> leave real fast. Really? You didn't want that? Blogging in my space and the party space and the holiday space is so photo heavy. And I'm a mom that had at the time of my business, I had a six month old and a three year old. That's what I started my business with. And so this was like a year in. So I had like a one and a half year old and a five year old. And I'm thinking my house (laughs) is not not party ready at all (laughs) times. And I do not want to spend the money and the time staging these things 
that I'm not really doing. Like if I'm putting a party, I want my people over celebrating with me. I don't want to just do it for a photo thing. And so as me in that stage of early motherhood with my kids so little, I was thinking I can't be a blogger. And so that's how the podcast started. And I looked over my shoulder and I saw my mom's book on my bookshelf. And I was like, memories and moments, that's the exact sentiment I want it to be. Quick tips, quick takeaways for us to help turn the volume on things we're already doing to like bump it up like quesadillas we're already making quesadillas for dinner cut one of the tortillas into a jack-o'-lantern face put it on so then you just automatically have like a jack-o'-lantern quesadilla to, will take you five seconds blow your kids minds that is such easy tips and like just to give our listeners an idea, when you say those like perfectly staged rooms, when people see those rooms on Pinterest or on Instagram, how long does something like that usually take? Oh yeah. Give us a background knowledge yeah. on that. This is also another little trap that happens with me. And a lot of my people saying, I could never do a party. Like even with your help, I'll never have it be like yours. You also have to remember, I do this for a business. I work with a lot of brands who pay me. I contribute to a lot of bigger publications with a lot of these ideas. And so I am obviously in a different space <laughs> than the mom down the street having the first birthday party. So, I mean, neither one is better than the other, but I'm doing this for a different purpose. So I have a photographer at my parties because my parties are for my family. Yes, my kids are very involved in their parties. They have full say and then I execute, but I'm creating content for my business at those events. So when you go to my Instagram and you see party pictures, you see Halloween pictures from parties that I've done in the past, things like that. It's not a comparison. It's apples to oranges. It's not something that you can look at and be like, oh, I have to recreate that. No, it is what I have done. And it is time consuming. And if I were just putting together tables for a blog or for content on Instagram, like it would be a couple hours for sure. I mean, and it depends on what it is. I can get things done pretty quickly now, but that still means outsourcing baked goods, buying things or having brands send me the paper plates and the napkin. I mean, I still have to curate all of that and then set it up and then keep my kids out of the room while I'm doing photos and then bring in ring lights because I live in Seattle right now and it's like gloomy. So it's like the whole thing, I can't even wrap my head around doing that like multiple times a month. There's no way. I mean, just you explaining it, just like hearing the back process of like all the work that goes into these photos, you're automatically like, okay, I get it. I get well, it. And so you also let me show up and talk to moms on the microphone and blog yeah. my show notes. That is way more my wheelhouse. That's doable. A normal mm -hmm. mom's party with, a, with my help with a party plan or something like that, it is full on choose your own adventure. So it is pick one of these decor ideas. I'm going to give you five. You pick one or two. Here's a full menu plan. Pick two things that you want. Here's a dessert table, a full dessert table tutorial with a ton of dessert ideas. Pick three different items to be on the table and then follow my guide on how to set it up. That's what it is. I have never once would ever expect somebody to open their 25 page party plan and be like, do all 25. Do all yeah. of this. There's no way I wouldn't even do that. Does mom guilt enter your life at all? Oh my gosh, yes, especially this year. I'm usually not a mom guilt person. I think because I built my business when my kids were six months old and 
three, they don't know, they don't remember anything different. So they don't remember me having like a lot more time just one-on-one with them because they were so little. So this has always been part of their life. I also know that me working on my business, me getting to help these moms makes me a better mom because it fulfills a need that I have. I was not meant to be a full stay-at-home mom and I was not meant to be a working out of the house mom, but I was meant to be a mom that has something for herself. And so, and as I feel like everybody should have something for themselves. doesn't have to be a business, but you need something that fills you up outside of your family. And so I'm usually not because I've really come to grips of how I'm not going to feel guilty for putting myself first in some different instances. This year, I have felt a ton more guilt because my kids are around me 24-7 and I'm being interrupted all the dang time. And then that's when I become really snappy and I could tend to be a yeller. And that's the thing that I hate the most about my parenting because I can get to that really quick when I'm like, I literally just need 30 minutes. If the amount, the stuff that a mom can do productively in 30 minutes. And then I'm like 30 uninterrupted minutes. And then we get to play Legos for like an hour or we get to go on a walk or we'll go wherever. And so I'm just like, why can't you wrap your head around listening to the Alexa timer for 30 minutes? And then it's like, mommy, mommy. Those are the instances where I'm just like, why can't I just chill out? But I'm like, I also have people I'm responsible for. I have hundreds of boxes that need to go out every single month that families are waiting for. I have interviews I need to do. There's things that I also have to do outside of them that they're also now struggling with because they don't have the regular things. And they've never seen all that stuff before. Yeah. A lot of this is they're at school and they're not used to my husband being home all the time because he's now working fully from time to home too. And you know, even if your husband's home, they always come to you. They do. Default parent. I get that. Default parent. My kids are home, definitely. What? But your husband's funny. Sometimes they'll come and they'll interrupt you, and Josh will be like, like, I'm right here. Guys, I am standing right behind you. And they're like, Yeah, but we need mom. We need exactly (laughs) that happens every day. Every day day. here. Ryan's like sitting next to me, and they're like both on me, like physically on my body. And I'm like, Oh my God. (laughs) You're like, I just need space. I just need space. (laughs) Where can people find you to connect with you? I am Allison Carter Celebrates everywhere. My website's AllisonCarterCelebrates.com. You can learn about boxes and everything from my website or go to AllisonCarterCelebrates.com slash unwrapped dash subscribe. Holiday boxes coming in hot. I sell out every single month. So jumpity jump, jump, jump. If you jumpity are jump, jump, looking jump. for some <laughs> holiday fun <laughs> coming at you this season. So, but yeah, come hang out with me on Instagram and say hi and show me what you guys are up to what you're celebrating this year. I would love to see. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It has been a great conversation and it has lowered my stress about the holidays, knowing that I do not have to do everything. Right. And I love the idea of going old school. We're going, going back to 80s, school. 90s. Ooh, I have going some old school. 
fun times. Those are all the fun (laughs) things, the cozy jammies, the staging, the holiday Christmas card in your backyard with your mom's like yelling at you, bribing things with like the tripod. That's how we did holiday cards. We're not going to a professional studio. We're not having like a professional come in. We're going to be like old schooling everything around here. And you know, it's going to be one to look back on. And I really hope that people look back on this like that year freaking sucks so bad, but there was some good that came out of some of the things that we did. Here's to an 80, 90s holiday. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks so much. Thank you. So, okay, Allison's interview. We have a lot to unpack here, Bray. Okay, yes. There are so many things that I loved. Can I just start with when my kids were littler, we had a crafting box. Yes. Which then turned into a crafting drawer, which then turned into a crafting closet. Mm -hmm. And while I loved my kids' creativity... It was insane how much I had to keep it stocked uh, so that they had enough cra- they had enough supplies to do their favorite crafts and how that closet was so messy. It w- just the box was doable, but once it got bigger, which it needed to, mm-hmm. it just became such a huge mess. So like when she started talking about her crafting box service, I was like, "Oh my goodness, where was this?" It is really a genius idea where oh. you don't have to go spend like a hundred bucks at Michael's just to do like or a have an entire craft closet. project. Yeah, or have yeah. an entire closet full of everything just so you can do that five minute project because you happen to have two pipe cleaners left mm-hmm. instead of the seven that you need. Yeah. So yeah, it's a game changer. Oh my goodness. She has so many genius ideas. And when she first came on, I'm like, okay, Allison. I feel so stressed out about crafting like and being the fun mom. And she just put me right at ease. She's like, you are my target audience. You are the mom I create for because she just makes it so easy and simple and not full of these unrealistic expectations that we have to fulfill. Right. Like she totally debunked that thought process that many of us have. So like we go on the social media, we see this beautiful party she has set up and she's Mm -hmm. like, whoa, people. I do realize how many helpers I had doing that and yeah. how many professionals I had, plus the fact that I grew up doing this. She grew her up mom doing did it. it. Oh my. Okay. So that was just. Okay. It made, it made me like it's breathe like, like this huge sigh of relief. Oh, thank God. She's been exposed to this for so long and she's been taught to do it by her mom. And that's why she really excels at it, which I think we never hear that story behind things. We think, oh, this is how we're supposed to be as moms. We're supposed to create these perfect party scenes or we're supposed to create these perfect home environments, not Mm -hmm. realizing everything that led up to it. Right. And I think we sell ourselves short there, too, because we've had personally lots of experiences that have led to current successes in our lives, like as moms. Yeah. All moms have. But when we compare to others, we those feel just so go, short. We right. Just, yeah. It's comparison again. And I'm guilty of it, of course. But well, no guilt mom. But she brings up another great point that mm-hmm. goes right with the no guilt mom. Yeah. Did our moms have that kind of pressure that they were always trying to one up an- no. one another? No, not really. Like for birthday parties, throw together some Kool-Aid and we'll home make some cupcakes and bam, party done. Yeah. And she talks about, Al- Allison spoke about bringing back the fun in the holidays and bringing mm-hmm. it back to the 80s, back 90s, to the 80s and be like your easy. childhood. Okay. So that reminds me of a story because I was talking to a friend and we were talking, it was around Valentine's Day. And she said that the moms in the Valentine's, like in her kids class, get really competitive with Valentine's. And she felt like her Valentine's that were store bought were kind of looked down on. And she felt like a 
unprepared mom and someone who didn't care about her kids because of that goodness puppy dog face that's so sad and i was like no no this isn't how it's supposed to be who cares if they spent all of this time like creating valentines your time was spent somewhere else that was more important to you and that should be honored but like where did we even get into this competing with all the crafts and all of the class parties which can't happen now of course but I mean, if you think about it, it's very rare that anybody actually says anything to you about it. Yeah. Somehow we make this like a it's, lot of times it's in our head. It is. It's, it's sometimes yeah. is in our head. Like I was thinking of that story and I'm like, oh, my gosh. So here I am thinking I need to do that. But then when I'm actually encountered with that situation, I'm like, that's ridiculous. And you're like, you know what? Where's my no guilt mom mindset? I'm coming. Where's the thing that says that I have to do everything, everything. to show my love? Uh-uh. No, but it brings so much unhappiness too. And I think sometimes the unhappiness is of mine own making because here I am in my brain. I'm like, oh, I should be doing this. And then I'm like, oh no, that's ridiculous. So like, where can I be happy in that? And kind of what are we teaching our kids? What are we teaching right? our kids? We're setting yeah. that model of like, oh, you have to do it. 10 times grander to make it a fun activity. And Mm -hmm. no, no, it just has to be chilling and having fun. So definitely our family is going to be different this year for the holidays, specifically Christmas, because we have a tradition in my house where we have a homemade advent calendar that my mom made that has pouches in it. And every pouch, there's a slip of paper that has an activity we do. And Mm -hmm. in the past, it was things like going to go look at Christmas lights, going ice skating, going to a holiday movie, seeing Santa, all these things that are... mm, probably not going to happen this year. Yeah. So we're definitely going to have some new traditions, uh, things done a little differently this year. But you know what? I'm really excited for that, actually. It's a great change. Like you can kind of ditch some of the old traditions that weren't serving you completely and have a completely new slate. Yeah. So woohoo. Thank you, Allison. Thank you, Allison. So before we go... If you have enjoyed the podcast, can we ask a quick favor of you? Can you please go review us on Apple iTunes? We would love to hear your review and read it on air. We're going to read one now. You want to pick one? Sure. Okay. How about we have great resource by... Oh, it's a nickname. Apple Podcasts has nicknames. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I was going to say this great resource. It it has numbers and letters. So I'm like, don't know how to pronounce it. it (laughs) I love this podcast. I have already put into action some of the things I can't read. Okay. Some (laughs) of the things I've learned. It's great because it seems just like friends sharing information about parenting and being a mom rather than some expert telling you how to be a parent. It's enjoyable to listen to. Oh, so thank you. Thank for you so much. Gotta love the fuzzy, warm virtual hugs. And we would love to read your review on air. So if you have a quick second, just give us a star rating. Five stars for good karma, I always say. And just a few sentences telling what you enjoy so that other moms can find this podcast and be uplifted and know that they are not alone in this parenting journey. So until next time, remember the best mom's a happy mom. Take care of you. We'll see you next time. Thanks for stopping by. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. 
Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it. But I will give you practical and, more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests, too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.